It's time now for Faith in Action, the program that looks at how ordinary people are putting their faith into action in their everyday lives. Faith in Action is underwritten by the Knights of Columbus, Council 6923 and Fishers, and is produced by Catholic Radio Indy. If you have any comments or suggestions for this program, please contact Bridget at catholicradioindy.org. That's B-R-I-G-I-D at catholicradioindy.org. Or call 317-870-8400. Now, here's today's edition of Faith in Action. This is Faith in Action on Catholic Radio. I'm Jim Ganley. Our co-host is Bridget Eyre. Hello, Jim. Hello, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. And we're, we have a very interesting guest who also is associated with Catholic Radio, but not in the United States, uh, in a foreign country. And we want to find out all about that here in just a moment. But I uh, want to remind you, if you've got an old car, motorcycle, boat, RV, anything with a title, that is just hanging around, not doing you much good anymore, maybe doesn't even run, uh, maybe has to be towed away, that's okay. If you want to donate that to Catholic Radio, we can put it to good use. We'll sell it or we'll salvage it, and uh, the funds that it brings in will help keep Catholic Radio on the air. So if you've got something like that, you can uh, do it yourself real easily at our website, Catholic Radio Indy, I-N-D-Y, Catholic radioindy.org, or uh, you can give us a call here at the station and we can uh, help you through it that way. Our number is 317-870-8400. 317-870-8400. Remember, you know, with a lot of those cars, you have to keep them licensed. you got to pay insurance on them. Plus, you got to look at them every day. Yeah, taking up space <laughs> Walk in the around driveway. Them. Yeah. <laughs> so if if that uh, you have a car that fits in that category, or a boat, or an RV, or motorcycle, uh, you can help us out. Maybe help yourself out as well. Well, we are in the evangelization business here in in at Catholic Radio Indy, and what's so amazing about what we do here at Catholic Radio Indy is we have podcasts that are broadcast all over the world. People download them in pretty much every country. But it's just amazing how Catholic Radio has really, really touched the hearts of so many people across the world. And um, one thing that we hear a lot about is how the church is growing very rapidly in the continent of Africa. And our guest today is a native of Indianapolis, but she's been serving as a lay missionary in the country of Uganda, which is in the continent of Africa for any of those people who aren't quite sure where that's located and and you're working and and she's working at a radio station Radio Pachas our guest today is Sherry Meyer lay, lay missionary and leadership consultant to Radio Pachas so welcome to Faith in Action Sherry Thank you very much Bridget and Jim Well I'm looking here at your bio and you have a doctorate in educational administration curriculum and supervision and a master's degree in theology Wow how did you end up in <laughs> Uganda in as a as a ministry consultant or as a as a leadership consultant for a radio station Right um it, it's an interesting story, I think. Uh, many people ask me about it, and it's a similar story to some other folks, I think, because I was working in the Archdiocese of Chicago during the years of Cardinal Joseph Bernadine. Oh. Uh, those were wonderful years in my life, and I was working there, and I was pursuing my degree in theology, 
and I had my ma- my life all mapped out. I mean, I knew where I was going. And I thought, well, after I get my degree, then I would like to work as a pastoral coordinator in some of the rural parishes across the nation where there is only a priest as a sacramental minister once in a while. And so that's what I had in mind. <laughs> I knew what I was doing, and God kept talking to me about Africa. Mm-hmm. And I sh- was sure, sure, sure that God had dialed the wrong number. <laughs> this was not for me, that I had, you know, that no skills whatsoever to offer Africa. I was already 40 years old at the time. I kept telling God, this is for young people, this is not for me. But all my arguing uh, got me nowhere, because God is always right, and God's plans for us are the best ones. And so finally I gave in and said, two years only. Ah, I yeah. go there for two years. <laughs> love, love it when you give so, God the limit. You know, you're like, no, okay, I'll do this, but, right? Yeah. Two years, that's you it. Know, like, like, who am I? Now, I, you know, I'm the one with the theology degree, and I was so stupid as to think I could call the shots, <laughs> and I could tell God what to do. But instead, uh, God was in control the whole time, and uh, no matter what, you know, objection I put in front, uh, they fell down one by one. And so I joined an organization, it's called Volunteer Missionary Movement, was founded by a Catholic woman and uh, a lay woman. And I chose that and because the Mary Knowles wanted me to sign a three-year contract. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, no, I'm only doing two years. <laughs> so I packed up all my stuff, and I went, and uh, I was sent to a rural diocese in Uganda. That's really the only place I've ever worked. Um, and so that's where I was sent. And after about a year and a half, I realized that maybe now I could start to contribute something, because the first year and a half, the first two years, I was just, you know, learning language and culture and and starting to understand and catch my balance, and I knew I had contributed nothing, so I decided, again, thinking I'm in charge, (laughs) that uh, I could do a couple more years and actually contribute something, and so I did. I signed up for more years, but... Eventually, I I got a little better at letting God run my life, and so um, I've been there 30 years now. Wow. Um, I'm 70 years old, and I've done many different things in Arua Diocese, but about 17, 18, 19 years ago, the bishop there asked me and another missionary to found a Catholic radio. Uh, that's owned and operated by Arua Diocese. So it took us two or three years because we lacked some essential things like electricity. (laughs) So the first thing we had to do was figure out a way to generate electricity in our area. But uh, 17 years ago, we started broadcasting. We now have four frequencies. We broadcast 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Well, are you on AM or FM over there? We're on FM. Okay, good, good. We have four FM frequencies, 
And like you, like Indie Catholic Radio, we are also open to the world. Um, they're just in the process, I don't even have it on my phone yet, of developing our own app mm-hmm. where from a smartphone anywhere in the world you could stream any of those four frequencies. Mm-hmm. Now, and sh- so, now, Sherry, tell us a little bit about what life is uh, like in Uganda, uh, here in America, you know, we've got a Walmart in every corner and a CVS drugstore uh, <laughs> every half mile down the, down the main streets and things like that. What's it like in Uganda? Yeah. Well, that's why I like coming here. <laughs> it's something different for me. Um, in, in Uganda, um, we, Arua Diocese is in the northwest corner of Uganda, and Uganda is a fairly small country about the size of the state of Wyoming, and there, uh, where Rua Diocese is, one border of the diocese touches the Democratic Republic of Congo, and the other touches the newest nation of South Sudan. So uh, the borders of our diocese are right on the borders of those other two countries. So it's a very remote rural area because the Congo and the Sudan both are touching remote areas of those countries. Mm-hmm. So I guess we're kind of in the back of beyond. <laughs> so and, you um, you wanted to be out. You wanted to be in like a rural area, you know. So God kind of granted yeah. you that part, you know. But you you're really rural, right? Yeah. Now, now um, so, sometimes Sherry, when we hear about Africa in the Catholic Church, uh, we also hear about persecution and difficulties that they encounter uh how is that in your area where where your radio stations are right when when i arrived in 1991 um they had just finished uh, uh a civil war and uh things were pretty bleak at that time um the the dictator who took over had been in office about two years and he's still in office now. They they developed a constitution, and he is democratically elected. Um, but we've all, he's already violated the terms of office. You know how many terms he can have. They keep changing the constitution to match his will. So, but I I have to say, um, we at Uganda and Arua Diocese has lived in peace these thirty years. Um, our problems are our neighbors. And so currently, right now, Arua Diocese, according to the Vatican, is the diocese with the most refugees of any diocese in the world. We have some refugees from Congo, but the bulk of them, the majority of them, are from South Sudan, from the war that's going on there. So it'd be like us in Indiana, if there were problems in Illinois and Michigan, uh, it would affect us too. Uh, so we have as many you, uh, South Sudanese refugees as we have Ugandan nationals. Oh my. So, you oh know, wow. within six months, we were double the population. Uh, it's not densely populated where we live. Okay. Uh, but down in Kampala, the capital city, and other areas, it's pretty dense. I do will tell you that the population, uh, more than 50% of the people are under the age of 35. 
Yeah, that's amazing. Wow. wow, that is. So it's a big youth population. Um, the life expectancy is low. It, it's only about 57, 58. So, you know, somebody mm-hmm. like me at 70, you know, I'm kind of a dinosaur there. <laughs> but anyway, we have had peace, and, and oh, that well, has allowed so much to happen. I can also tell you that when I got there, almost everybody, it's a very Christian country. Uh, about half the population is Roman Catholic. The other half is Anglican, you know, uh Protestant mm-hmm. because it was an English protectorate. Mm-hmm. We have some Muslims, and that's about it. And and so it is vastly more than ninety percent of the people are Christian. And we are not doing first evangelization. You know, these are parents who were baptized as infants who are now baptizing their own infants. So it, it is a thriving church. Mm-hmm. and was when I got there, other than the fact that they were coming back as refugees themselves. They were just coming back from being refugees. Mm-hmm. So now, it's taken some time. Now, what do the what, what does the average citizen in the area where your radio stations operate, what do they do? Are there, I assume there's not factories there. No. Uh, what, what do they do? Employment. As adults, what, yeah. what do they do? Right. So the employment is pretty traditional. I mean, those who have pursued some education, you know, they can work in hospitals. You know, they can be lab people and nurses and doctors and schools. People can be teachers. But beyond that, and work for the government, you know, government offices, beyond that, you know, the private sector doesn't offer very much. Most, absolutely most people in Arua Diocese, describe themselves as peasant farmers. So they are basically, you know, uh, doing self-sustaining farming, you know, subsistence farming, just for their family. Mm -hmm. Uh, So they're not employed at all, which is in some ways a benefit for uh, the church sometimes because, you know, we can have meetings and prayers and, you know, practically all the time because (laughs) nobody's missing work. You can leave the fields for a day and come to a workshop on, uh, you know, being a member of the pastoral council. So. On that note, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk more with Sherry Meyer about Radio Pachas. So stay tuned for more Faith in Action. The hands of faith are raised to heaven, even as they go about building in charity, a city based on relationships in which the love of God is laid as the foundation. These words from the first encyclical by Pope Francis explain the motivation for Christian charity. We help our neighbor because we love our neighbor, and this love is a special expression of our faith in God. As Pope Francis says in the light of faith, faith is truly a good for everyone. It helps build our societies in such a way that they can journey towards a future of hope. The Knights of Columbus takes these words to heart, bringing help where it's needed most. Whether they are donating blood, stocking a food pantry, delivering a wheelchair to a homebound person, or building a new home with Habitat for Humanity, Knights are guided by a faith that leads to action. The 1.8 million members of the Knights of Columbus provided a record $167 million to charity and logged 70 million volunteer hours. To learn more about our faith in action, visit kofc.org. 
Welcome back to Faith in Action. I'm Bridget Ayer. Jim Ganley and I are in the studio and we're talking with our guest, Sherry Meyer. She is actually, I didn't know this, but you were one of the founders of the radio station, Radio Pachas, there in the Arua Diocese um, of the country of Uganda in the continent of Africa. I had to kind of go down that, go down that explanation. And, And I doubt if too many of our listeners would remember, but we actually talked to Sherry here on Faith in Action, we, we were just debating, I don't know, 10, 12 years ago, maybe even more than that. And uh, before I really had a chance to talk to Sherry, I imagined Radio Uganda as being, you know, a grass hut with a thatched roof and, you know, maybe a little antenna sticking out the side of the grass hut. And I, I thought, mm-hmm. wow, that's that's really cool. I wonder how they do that. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but that's not the facility you have there at all. Tell us about the facility that you have, Sherry. Well, you know, it's interesting, Jim, because of COVID, um, we actually do have a studio with a grass-thatched roof. Uh, (laughs) Because when COVID came, we are blessed in Uganda that we have, like, endless summer. Uganda is on the equator. Um, And so we have... Uh, studios and when it, that are indoor, of course, everything is, you know, sealed for the, for the sound quality and so on. And, uh, but when COVID came and the restrictions came and as people started wearing masks and social distancing, and we also had guests who were fearful of being in that closed environment with our journalists. And so we used one of our grass-thatched buildings that's there on the Radio Pachas compound and set up, our technicians set up a studio inside there, uh, a remote studio, so that people felt much more comfortable. They came with their masks, and they could be in an outdoor setting. Uh, we have lovely weather there, and a, pre- a pleasant breeze, you know, coming through, but nothing to disturb our mics. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, so we do a lot of recording in a grass patch hot now, uh, but that came because of the pandemic. Uh, and the rest, we actually, and the rest of your facility is is very nice uh, concrete buildings, right? Right. Uh, we the bishop gave us a very large piece of land designated this large piece of land of this is where I want the radio station, and. Uh, So we got help from the church in Europe, basically, a lot of German and Austrian and Spain uh, gave us a lot of support for this, the church there. And so we built some nice buildings. Um, They have metal roofs and solar panels on top of them because that's how we solved our energy problem. We generate most of our energy. In fact, we generate enough electricity from our solar installation that we can sustain, we can run the radio all day long and still sell the extra electricity to the local company. And that's a way that we pay our bills. <laughs> um, so that that's a, uh, a good thing. It didn't happen in the beginning. It took a while, but now we're uh, about 79% sustainable. Wow. And we have gorgeous equipment. We're using smartphones. Uh, not everybody in Uganda has smartphones, but um, some people do. Mm-hmm. And our photo- our journalists all have them, for mm-hmm. sure. 
and we use smartphones for recording people in the field. We have what we call communication secretaries in all 49 parishes of our diocese, and so they are like local reporters. Mm -hmm. Our programming is like most Catholic radio stations. Uh, We offer religious programming. During the pandemic, uh, people didn't watch the Mass on a computer, as we did here in Indiana, uh, or other device. Uh, They listened to the radio. So Mm -hmm. we have so many languages, that's why we have so many frequencies. Uh, Mm -hmm. So people were able to listen in their own native language to the radio. So they gathered as a family in their homes and followed the when we were closed, when all the parishes and schools and businesses were closed, uh, Radio Pachis did uh, the math. Then, also, we couldn't do Zoom learning in the classroom, so many organizations paid to have teachers come to Radio Pachis and uh, teach the children through the radio. Well, now, does your average listener have electricity in their homes? No. No, they don't have electricity or something I value a great deal, plumbing. Uh, (laughs) But they have little transistor radios, which are available. Some have um, a little nicer one. You know, you can buy them for like 5 or $10. You buy them in Ugandan shillings, but they're they're about that that cost. And... um, they that's what they have they have no computer they have no newspaper they, so uh we are the news leader uh we are in fact the most listened to radio in uh in our area not just the most listened to religious radio we are the most listened to radio because we do our news we bring them international news through uh, the English for Africa programs of BBC and of Voice of America and Radio Vatican. And so they have international news as well as uh, national and local news in their own language. So how is the church different maybe in Africa, maybe the mass or or maybe how are the needs different than they are maybe in the United States, the church in the United States? I know that's a big question, um, uh-huh. but what do you see are the main differences or, or differences in need? It sounds like you've got a pretty Christian country there, so. Yes, um, I I think that uh, one of the, the needs that Radio Pachis has met is a need for unification and sense of being part of the universal church, part of the diocese, first Mm -hmm. of all. And Radio Pachas has helped bring that about, because prior to this, we have five languages Mm. in the diocese, Mm -hmm. and those five language groups can't understand each other. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's not like five dialects. It's five different languages. And now, through radio, through talk shows like this one, you know, people can speak in their own language, and the, the journalist on air can do a translation so that other listeners... So often when there is a, the Pope is doing something, when the bishop is doing something, we have journalists from every language group in the studio who uh, 
talk it through for everybody else. Yeah, that's super cool. That's one thing I asked you in an email that you mentioned that, you know, you have a lot of journalists, but because you have a lot of languages and you, that all those programs are being translated into those other languages. I want to ask you real quick about your two shows. You do a show called Come Home and Scripture Moments. We only have about maybe four minutes left. Could you tell mm-hmm. us a little bit about those shows? And people can probably listen to you uh, online, right, at RadioPatchas.org. Right. Okay, so tell me about the two shows you do. Okay, Scripture Moments is a small 10-minute segment that has been part of our programming since the very first broadcast. And it it airs at various times during the day. It airs in English and in all the other languages. And basically, uh, myself and my colleagues, I do the English version, I proclaim the Scriptures of the day, with a little bit of a prayer and a bit of commentary about where we are in the liturgical year. So that um, after 12, 13 years of this, uh, people really have a a much better sense of the liturgical year, some information about some saints, and really have access to the scriptures in their own language. And then what about Come Home? And Come Home is a uh, one-hour talk show format program like Faith in Action, um, where we are trying to target people who are, as we call here, fallen away Catholics. Um, we are calling people back home. So we give information about the Church and uh, things that sometimes it's according to what's going on, you know, at the time, if there's a synod in Rome or whatever. But uh, we're, we're hoping to invite people back in that program. That's similar to maybe uh, one of the Coming Home Network or mm-hmm. some of the other Journey Home, some of the other ones that are on mm-hmm. uh, the affiliate station that we work with, which is EWTN. Mm-hmm. And we have short little one-minute uh, kind of welcome home spots a- as well. And we do a-, a program from time to time, too, but not a not a uh, feature-length program for uh, on a regular daily basis or anything like that. So when you're here in Indianapolis right now, we're doing this interview via phone right now. When will you go back um, to the Arua Diocese? Well, I, as do all you know? of you know, the pandemic rules our lives these days. Yeah. Currently, Uganda is locked down. Okay. I have a ticket that says I'm going back August 16th, and I'm really hoping and praying that God opens the way for that, and that we'll be past our problems, and I will return. <laughs> we are out of time. Our guest today has been Sherry Meyer. She is the founder, one of the founders of Radio Pachas in the Arua Diocese in Uganda, the continent of Africa, um, and host of Scripture Moments and Come Home. Give us the website, Sherry, one more time, and we can maybe listen. Do you guys stream? Yes, we stream, and the website is www.radiopatches, one word, dot org. That's radio, R-A-D-I-O, patches, P-A-C-I-S, dot org. Sherry, thanks so much for being our guest today. We'll, no, we'll, thank you, Bridget. Thank you, Jim. You've been listening to Faith in Action, the program that looks at how ordinary people are putting their faith into action in their everyday lives. Faith in Action is underwritten by the Knights of Columbus Council 6923 and Fishers and is produced by Catholic Radio Indy. If you have comments or suggestions for guests or topics for this program, 
please email Bridget at catholicradioindy.org. That's B-R-I-G-I-D at catholicradioindy.org or call 317-870-8400. This program is pre-recorded. You can hear the Holy Mass every day at 8 a.m. right here on Catholic Radio Indy, 